You are now tuned in to the Off the Porch Podcast with the point cast point guard, Derek Lamont. Hitting them threes, coming off that screen, giving you that information that you need. Coming back through, coming off that screen, hitting you with the backdoor pass for the easy information that you need and only the way that I can. Yo, how everybody doing? Just dropped the episode earlier. That's really for them sports entertainment fans, impact events leaving. That ain't your cup of tea. We back into the regular end of sports. Wanted to talk the ideas of what was the hot topic yesterday of possibly Kevin Durant leaving for the Boston Celtics. First off, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't even see where it makes sense on either end. Well, it would probably make sense for Brooklyn on some aspects. But for Boston, you would be taking two to three years back. And then when you move up two to three years, you would push yourself five to six years back. Basically, what Boston initially offered to Brooklyn was Jalen Brown, Derek White, I think a couple of first round picks, something of that nature. Boston, um, Brooklyn said no. Gonna have to throw Marcus Smart in that um deal. You probably still gonna have to give up Derek White, and then you're still gonna be giving up a draft pick. So what you're telling me is, is that you're gonna get rid of your whole starting backcourt that helped you get to the finals and lose to the Chef Curry. Young team. Built from the ground up. And now you want to break it up because you lost in the finals to bring in one piece. Now, I'm not here to say that Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant wouldn't be a heck of a little combo. I know they picked up Malcolm Brogdon, but where's the depth in your backcourt? I guarantee you now if they make the move, if that's what they decide to do, Boston's not going back to the finals, at least not this year. They'll have to make some other moves, plug some other things, try to make it more attractive to come to Boston. Maybe with KD and Tatum there, maybe can pull another star. I don't see it working. As far as on the Brooklyn end, it's just gravy for them. They would get Jalen Brown. They're getting another first-round pick. Derek White, three-way player. There was even some talks that if Boston's desperate enough, maybe Brooklyn can course them out of Robert, out of Robert Williams. You already got your daggum starting five for next year if you was to pull that deal off. But it will not be better for basketball because your team is not going to be a championship contender with them pieces. You'll just get to the playoffs. And nothing wrong with just getting to the playoffs, but I thought the whole goal in ownership and running the team is to get rings. This method they're, they're thinking about taking or attempting to take will be detrimental to Boston. No disrespect to front office people, front office people are there for a reason. But sometimes when we think in basketball and talk in basketball, you need basketball people. And I don't think anybody with a basketball mind or a basketball, basketball IQ that's affiliated with Boston in any form or fashion is sitting there like, yes, pull the trigger. First off, Jalen Brown, arguably, top five guard in the league, non-arguably top 10. Kid's not even at his peak yet in the finals. Jason Tatum, 
I don't even think he's 25 years yet. Hasn't hit his peak. Was in the finals. Robert Williams, young talent, rim protector, so forth. Young, reached the finals. Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year. You have a combination of veterans and young studs that could take you to the promised land if they get a little more disciplined on defense and have a little more um, concentration on offense when it comes to the turnovers. Those two things there was the reason why they lost to Golden State. They did not lose to Golden State because Steph was just incredible. Mind you, Steph was incredible. He unlocked all his badges and he went for what he knew. But if Boston wouldn't have turned the ball over half as many times as they turned the ball over, we're talking at least a seven-game series. If Boston, in clutch moments when Curry and them was going on the run, would have slowed it down and just executed basketball, just basketball plays, simply pick and roll, screens, anything you can to get the easiest shot possible to break the momentum. More engaged on the defensive end. And that's what they hung their hat on after All-Star break. And on through the playoffs, that was the thing that got them to the finals. And the defense became very, very, very undisciplined. And once you became undisciplined, a guy like Chef Curry is not the dude that you want to play undisciplined defense with because he will cook on you. That man is a bucket. He will get buckets every chance he can get. I don't know if I was sitting there trying to make that deal, how honestly Boston could pull that off. One, salary cap-wise, KD's supposed to make about $32 million this year. I don't even see in any world how he fits in Boston, even money-wise. I feel like even taking Jalen Brown out the equation and taking Marcus Smart out the equation, you're now the Lakers, where you have two true talents, Everything else around them are okay. Have not don't have the money to make the to make um a move and don't have the picks to be aggressive when there's big talent out there on the market. You don't want to be in that route. You got LeBron losing more hair every day as it is, and he don't really need to lose anymore. And he's losing more hair day by day because thinking of a season, he gotta play again with Russell Westbrook. Now does he deserve that, people? I don't think nobody deserves that at this point. Many turnovers is the man. The man just isn't a basketball player right now. I don't know if his head's not in the game. I don't know if it's just Hollywood. You know, he's from Cali. I don't think the bright lights would be all that issue. Or maybe it's the one thing that everybody wants to bash on him about that I just can't say. His skill has totally diminished. If you're still playing in this league and you're starting and you got Lakers cross your chest, you're not no bone. That's just point blank. I feel like if you're in the G League, you're not no bone. You got there for a million to have this drink. Only a few get called in. So as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to the whole scenario for Boston, you acquired a lot of draft picks when you had Danny Ainge in the front office. You did right, traded some to make a move here and there. You drafted Jalen Brown. You drafted Jason Taylor. Even before that, you had drafted Marcus Smart, Robert Williams. All that's from the draft picks that the moves y'all made. To me, it feels like you made those moves. You changed in the front office. You don't want to look like the old front office 
So you're trying to undo the things that have your own identity and your own culture. But really, by you doing that, you're setting yourself back. Kevin Durant's a great player. In every stretch of the imagination, he is a great player. He's a top three, top four player in the league. Hands down, top three, top four. Somebody really want to get into a debate, you can can start debating number two. He can't get one. But he can't get two either. Really, right now, he's sitting steady at four, which is not bad when you look at how many guys are in the league. Boston's going to have to look in the mirror. They got so close. So close. Probably closer than when they went to All-Star break than they ever imagined. Probably thought they would make a nice little run and they'd fall short, but they didn't. They kept it jumping. They kept it going. They made it interesting. Like most of us thought they would. But instead of trying to break that team up, how about let them wear that hurt from losing? Let them feel that loss. Let them put that work in the lab and in the gym to hone their game that they don't make that mistake again. Don't break up something that's not broke. Like, leave it alone. Because at the end of the day, you have way better of a chance of sniffing close to that ring or getting that ring with the team you got constructed now than breaking pieces up and changing the whole culture. You got to remember the head coach, that was his first year coaching as a head coach in the NBA and they got to the finals. I think the last thing you want to do with a young coach, a young team, and start messing with the chemistry and messing with the pieces when there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that situation. Boston's over overachieved tremendously. And it's almost like they're taking the approach that they underachieved. Nobody betted on them in the beginning of the season to come out the East. Unless you was a Boston fan. Going into all-star break, unless you was a Boston fan, you wasn't looking at the Celtics to make it shake. And they got in the playoffs. You are like they'll win a series or two, but they're not going to the, but they're not beating Milwaukee. They're not beating Miami. They're not beating Brooklyn. That was the approach you took. And they did it. And kind of easy, kind of. I mean, I know the playoffs not easy. They fought. But it seemed like they was in control the whole time in every series they was in, except for Golden State. It'll be interesting to see if this move is made. But I guarantee you, and you can go back to this episode if not, but if Jalen Brown is traded from the Boston Celtics, the Boston Celtics are not winning a ring this year. And then even better, depending on the kind of pieces they do the next two years, where they're going to be slightly salary cap strapped. They're not going to win then either. I think they'll be a good team. Like I said, KD's no slouch. Jason Tatum, he's the future. I'm not mad at it. And I know you probably like this. KD, Jalen Brown. KD, Jalen Brown.
And if I had to just look at it at face value and you was trading up, just straight up, head up, I could see where you might like that deal. Because you could have Brogdon and Smart in the backcourt and then you would have Tatum and Durant and Robert Williams. Sounds good. But we already know it wouldn't be that simple. We're talking about you have to lose um, Smart, losing Derek White, who was a key contributor off the bench for that run. I really, if possible, would only want to add. I think at this point, where they're at right now, all you need to do is add. Just add. Do not subtract. Keep the culture there. Keep the guys familiar with each other. Keep them knowing that the energy that they had was great. The execution, not so much. You can adjust from that. You can bounce back from that. And you can start a dynasty. Golden State didn't just come in and just start winning rings. It took taking some loans. I know once that young team was assembled, they did in their first attempt, get their first ring. That was a different team. Whole different, just whole different outlook. Ain't no need to compare apples and oranges. I can say this. I do admire Boston being aggressive. Trying to see how to get over the hump. But I feel like KD won't be getting you over the hump. He'll just be making a bigger mountain to climb. Expectations will shoot through the roof. They'll have you up there as a favorite. And your team might not even be at the chemistry or the level to be a favorite. And like KD has shown before in the past, and I have stated in the past, if things are not working out, he has no problem whatsoever leaving the situation. Hence, him leaving Brooklyn. Let's say he gets there and it doesn't work out. Let's say him and Tatum don't match. Let's say him and the coach don't match. Let's say he don't like the city. Let's just say in general, KD is just not happy in Boston. Like Kyrie was not too long ago when he first left Cleveland and came to Boston. Made the deal and then he was only there for a year. You want to do that again? Be my guest. But you see, it took y'all about another three, three years, four years before y'all was really legitimate, truly legitimate again to be a contender. Do you think Jason Tatum wants to wait four years to be a contender if you make this move? What about Jason Tatum? Y'all pretty much have him the de facto leader of that team. And now you want to bring another dude who wants to be looked at as a leader but doesn't want the accountability of a leader? To me, that sounds like a combination for just something to blow up and have a situation like we had in the middle of this year where James Harden said, I'm out. You don't want that. You want to keep stability in your league. You want to keep stability on your team. That's just the bottom line. Nothing else matters on that end. If you have a winning recipe, everybody's coming back healthy. Y'all know what the goal is. You knew how you got there. You knew the work you can put in. And if you know there's more you can put in, then you put it in and you get to that goal. Those Celtics teams of the past that were great, they didn't go undefeated in the finals. 
There's a lot of dynasties that don't go undefeated overall in the finals. The Lakers got quite a few losses. The Celtics got quite a few losses. San Antonio done took some L's. Golden State's lost in the finals twice. This was probably the step that this particular squad needed to take so that they can put the goggles on and pop champagne. So, and then with the goggles on, they don't get the champagne in their eyes and stand because they'll, they'll know they've been there before. You know they saw Steph sitting there just cigar in his mouth, shooting champagne and everything all across the room, just yelling around. And you know why it hurts so bad? Because it's not going to be remembered that y'all turned the ball over a lot. It's not going to be remembered that in crucial moments your offense wasn't working. It's not even going to matter that you took them the six games. The story will be Steph Curry shot y'all lights out and almost single-handedly destroyed y'all's um, championship hopes. And the only reason why I say almost single-handedly because Andrew, Andrew Wiggins balled. Jordan Poole balled at times. Draymond was what Draymond was supposed to be, which was an irritation and slight distraction. When it became too much and it almost cost them the loser, he was smart enough to reel that thing back in and just get back to playing grade-A basketball. And Boston couldn't handle it. Not surprised. I'm not even upset at them. It's not a coaching thing. It's not a talent thing. It's not none of that. It was just at the end of the day, you went to a shootout where they had more guns and bigger guns and you didn't have nowhere to take cover. That's all it was. You were set up to get shot up. That's all it was. You learn from it and you figure out how to get in your tool bag, craft your game a little bit more, that the next time you get to that shootout, you got the bigger guns. You got the new, the um, neutralizing piece that takes the situation. Now, who's to say Golden State gets back there next year? They're going to be highly a favorite. Boston needs to craft a whole game where they can be disciplined and not panic when a team goes on a run. A lot of times, the games they did lose in them series and it was risk of losing, they let them guys jump out on them early and they couldn't come back. And then they try to come back the next game and do the same thing to the other team. And it was pretty much successful until they took on Golden State. You learn. I don't think they know who was the guy in the clutch, even though Tatum was making plays and fell short at times. Jalen Brown made plays and fell short. You did not have that one dude with two minutes left where you said the ball was going to be in his hand. But for Golden State, we had a list. We knew how it was going. If Steph didn't have that ball in his hand, it was Clay. If it wasn't Clay, it was Andrew Wiggins. If it wasn't Wiggins, it was Poole. If it wasn't Poole, shoot, it might even be Draymond, but Draymond was probably a decoy to set somebody else up. See, they just had a list of how they was going to attack you and could systematically use those things to get you. You couldn't systematically destroy them. You had to match up with Jason Tatum being guarded by Jordan Poole where there was such a height difference, possibly an athletic, way athletic difference. And even though Tatum did take advantage of it at times, that should have been a highlight. That should have been should have been an emphasis. Being a shorter guy myself, the hardest thing to get back on the offensive end is when you done had to play like physical defense under the goal, guarding somebody 
that has length and just probably has the strength edge on you. It's kind of taxing, makes it hard to play offense. Never thought that was a good matchup, but it worked for Golden State. Cheers to them. But I'm not going to stay on that topic. Basically, all I want to say about this is if there are smart people between the Boston Celtics organization, which I don't believe they hired dummies, this deal will not happen. It shouldn't happen. I'm not going to say it can't happen. Because one thing about the world of sports, when you really start saying it can't happen, it starts to happen, people. I wish everybody the best. If nobody's told you that they loved you, that they value you, that you matter, I love you, I value you, and you matter. You have a dream. You have something you're good at. And you either letting self-doubt, fear, any kind of intimidation from holding you back. Today is, be- is better than any other day to just jump off the porch. Y'all be good. Oh, uh, before I go, shout out to the Off the Porch Podcast family. Mario Vivas, Oscar Maldonado. Happy birthday, bro. A1 Roberta Son. Catch him on Spotify and all them streaming services that you digest your music. The People's Choice Podcast with Alvin Peoples. Hey, dope listens, interesting people, been through interesting things. You just looking for something new to listen to that's on the edge of positivity. Hey, I say give him a look. People's Choice Podcast. Any of the places that you digest digest your podcast, you can find him there. Uh, shout out to Olivia 919, the 910, all around North Carolina. We here now. Y'all have a great day. I'll be coming back soon with y'all with some more heat. Like I said before, I love y'all. Y'all matter. Make a great day out of the day. One love.